TGIF Let's Go Neighborhood. Sometimes you just gotta book some fantasy to plan out some wrestling, what you want it to be. This is By the Book. Come take a look. By the Book. Well, technically, you'll hear it. DC's just a fan laying out his plan. By the Book. To get you in the spirit. This is by the book. So hey, neighborhood, if you're feeling low, DC will save you with this podcast show. This is by the book. By the book. Shooby doo wop, wada. Yeah. Welcome back to By the Book. My name is DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. And this is the Corona Cup, <clears throat> a.k.a. the Tournament of Nerdiness, and I believe this will be episode 55. Uh, I am coming to you. It is the end of October-ish. Uh, I believe today is the 19th, so I suppose mid to late October. Um, we have an election coming up. By the time you listen to this, uh, the election will be over, though Lord knows if we'll know who won um, between all of the mail-in uh, ballots and other hijinks and shenanigans, which is such a fun word to say. Uh, but I hope you're doing well when you do hear this, whether it be uh, in November or sometime in the future. Uh, but we have, it took me a couple, you know, every so often I record a bunch of these and then I take a break and I have to kind of dig through my files and figure out where we're at, and I did. I did figure out where we're at. We are in the consolation round for the uh, top 128. So we are very nearly done with this tournament of nerdiness. At least that's how it feels. Um, I've got a bunch of brackets here, as I tend to always do. Uh, we did the consolation rounds. Oh, that makes way more sense. I was like, there's a big stack of papers here, but three of them are blank. So let me just get those out of the way. So we're down to eight pages for these consolation rounds. We've got uh, a consolation bracket underneath the main consolation round. I know this is where it gets confusing here, but um, these were, uh, well, let's see. These had to have been the, yes, we, we wound up with a final 128. Um, so I rewrote the brackets with a round already completed because in the second round is where the 128 will be, uh, I think. This, I'm, I'm a little confused as to what round this exactly is. Uh, I think this is number 65 through, uh, I must have said what it was, 256, something around there, 292, somewhere around there. Either way, you, you get the general idea of what's going on. If you listened to the last episode, you know where we left off. It's not my fault I recorded that over a month ago and forgot what I was doing. And yes, I know that I could have listened back to one of the episodes to get some sense of where I'm at, but I didn't do that, did I? No. 192. That's what it is. This is 65 to 192. Pretty sure. Now it's starting to ring a bell. Um, so I have eight pages. Each page contains a main bracket and a consolation bracket. My plan is to go through the consolation brackets first. If they people win, 
they advance and continue in this tournament. If they lose, they're done. And I'm not sure that we'll talk about them again. We'll see what some of the names are. Um, yeah. And then if we have time, depending on how this episode goes, uh, we will go into the main bracket, uh, the top part, which is trying to figure out who is number, I believe, 65. So I think that makes sense. It makes sense to me. I hope it makes sense to you. And if not, you're going to be listening to me talk about some names, and maybe you'll agree with my choices, and most likely for some of them, you won't. Shall we begin? Yes. Yes, we shall. Uh, this is page one of what I have dubbed the Constellation 128, because there's 128 total names on this. Figured it out. Uh, first matchup, uh, Taguchi of New Japan versus Terry Gordy. Every time I see Taguchi's name so far, so far along in this tournament, I feel like I've done this wrong. And I, I, every time I see it, I do want to go back and start the whole thing over again. Because the fact that Taguchi made it into the top 192 is ludicrous. Uh, so, obviously, Terry Bam Bam Gordy is going to get the win. And hopefully, uh, we never have to talk about Taguchi again in this uh, these episodes. That's what I hope. Anyways. Uh, Buzz Sawyer versus Bo Dallas. You know, at some point, actually in the next matchup, we'll, we'll, we'll institute a Jeremy rule. Jeremy has survived now. Uh, Hurricane Laura plus another hurricane that apparently didn't do nearly as much damage. We're all grateful for that. Um, I might send him some of these matchups just because they're so good and have him weigh in. And that might be a whole separate bonus episode in which maybe uh, he and I can podcast and chat about it, or I'll just compare his results to mine. But when we get to the just this page alone, it uh, has four matchups that I would want his input on. But I want to do my own version, and then he can do his version. And like I said, we can, we can compare. Uh, but Bo Dallas is going to get the win over Buzzware. Come on now. Come on. Uh, now, these people who advance in the Constellation round will take on the losers of the main bracket on that page. Same as it usually goes for these kind of Constellation brackets. Um, Nick Aldis, the current, I believe, NWA champion, if that's still a thing. I haven't seen the NWA in a while. Uh, versus Roe of War Machine. Uh, that would be Eric, I think, of the Viking Raiders who have all but disappeared off the face of the earth. I believe one of them is injured. Um, I will give this to Nick Aldis. That would not be the pick I would make. I like Roe better, but that is the pick I imagine Jeremy would make. So we will we will still honor the Jeremy rule here and have Nick Aldis advance. And I, I, I do think that is probably the right choice. Uh, this next matchup is a toughie. Tough, tough, toughy, tough. Uh, Umaga, or as Andro, nope. Alejandro Armando Alejandro Estrada, which I wanted to call him Andrade. Ooh, my God. Uh, taking on the bruiserweight, Pete Dunne. Um, I am a few days removed from that amazing tag match between Dunne and uh, Ilya Dragunov in one tag team and Walter and Alexander Wolf in the other. Hopefully you have seen it since I'm talking to you weeks down the road. Hopefully that's something you have watched. Um I'm giving the win to Umaga. I'm not a huge Pete Dunne guy. I know I should like him because I like Regal, but I, I just, I like him, but I don't love him. And Umaga was amazing. So I'm giving Umaga the win. So, you know, when we're talking about the people who lost in this bracket and 
you know, the fact that we're not going to speak of them again, potentially. We'll have to see how things go here. I do want to end these episodes at some point, but I'm happy not to talk about Taguchi again. It probably is not great to not speak of Pete Dunn again. Maybe it's not that big of a deal. We'll have to see uh, what other names come up, because the fact that I have taken so long since I've done these uh, matches, I've forgotten everything that's happening. So I don't know who's on this list and who isn't. All right, page two, still in the consolation. You know, these are the people who lost in the last couple of episodes. I'm going to even try not to look too much at the top winner's bracket so you get as much of an authentic reaction as possible. All right. Uh, Wow. Adam Bomb versus Andre the Giant. I mean, come on now. Andre's great and all, but did he have radioactive contacts? I don't think so. I'm kidding. Of course, we'll give the win to Andre. But that'd be a fun match to watch. Two big bruisers. Not bruiser weights. That would be a hoss fight, if you will. Uh, DDP versus Keith Lee. Diamond Dallas Page versus Keith Lee. Obviously, because I'm watching wrestling in 2020, I want to go with Keith Lee. Keith Lee's amazing. I need to consider the entirety of Dallas Page's career. Um, he was never my favorite. I don't remember. You know, he was kind of... In a way, he was kind of the Stone Cold of WCW, not in the anti-hero sense, but in the, you know, I'm not going to sugarcoat it and wear a suit and do all of that sort of stuff. I don't wear fancy clothes until he was part of the Jersey Triad. Um, You know, he showed up in a t-shirt and jeans and um, I'm still going to go with Keith Lee, but, you know. Again, there is a, there are plenty of worlds in which Diamond Dallas Page should get this win, but I'm going to go with Keith Lee. Uh, the next up, Amazing Red versus Sione of the Head Shrinkers. Again, I love the Barbarian, but how is Sione still in this tournament? Um, we'll go with Red. Red was quite the cruiserweight, one of the great cruiserweights, super influential. We'll go with the Amazing Red. And then we've got Randy Orton versus Wolfgang. Gotta go with Orton. Orton's work in 2020 has really, I think, uh, turned a lot of people around on him. A lot of people were anti-Orton for an awfully long time and seems to be less the case now. So, again, uh, Adam Bomb, DDP, Sione, Wolfgang. I'm content not to talk about them anymore. So, so far, the only name that really makes me think I should do more with the Constellations is Pete Dunne. We'll see. We'll see what else. All right, here's page three. Again, loser's bracket. Uh, Naito, the current uh, IWGP uh, heavyweight and intercontinental champion, taking on Ron Simmons. I like Naito. I don't love Naito. I didn't go out of my way to watch every Naito match. Um, Him and Sonata perhaps had the match of the G1 this year. Uh, The G1 just wrapped up yesterday. I watched Kota Ibushi defeat Sonata. That was slightly disappointing except Sonata made it to a big stage so I was happy about that um but yeah I'm not a huge Naito guy but there's no doubt that he's good but is he Ron Simmons good yeah I suppose is he is he Farouk good no but is he Ron Simmons good and in again my tournament my rules yeah I'll give the win to Naito uh Braun Strowman versus R-Truth this is a squash among squashes, Braun Strowman doesn't have a chance. Uh, 
you know, to give you a snapshot in time, one of my favorite phrases on this tournament, um, he just shared a picture being at some Sturgis rally, you know, and then may have gone and wrestled for like, like he's just being a dope, Braun Strowman. And it's not a punishable offense, but he's a dope. And R-Truth, clearly a genius. So geniuses often win over dopes. Not always, but often. Uh, Sami Zayn versus Aleister Black. Wow. That'd be fun. We've probably, we've seen that before. We have to have seen that before. Um, I like Black, but I don't get why everyone thinks he's so great. Which is, I guess, a weird thing to say. Whereas Sami Zayn is all sorts of great. So he clearly gets the win there. And then we have Shane Helms versus Prince Puma. No question, Shane Helms gets the win. So yeah, Puma, Alistair Black, again, yeah, I think we're done. I think if these people have lost, we'll we'll just speak of them no more. They made it to, like I said, unless I decide to do a full ranking of the top 192, which please, please don't let me do that. I, uh, I'm pretty, I'm pretty satisfied. All right. Page four, uh, Cedric Alexander versus Stevie Richards. That's a tough one. Uh, Cedric's good in the ring, but, um, I don't, I'm, he's had no character that I've understood. He's part of the hurt business, but he's never on TV that I've seen, um, maybe he is, and I just don't know, but yeah, I, I think I got to go with Stevie Richards, but wait a second. No, this, oh, pause here. Pause everyone. Pause. I screwed up. Uh, I'm going to have to go back and check to make sure I didn't screw up any of these other ones. Uh, I believe Stevie is not supposed to, Stevie advanced. Stevie beat D'Angelo De Niro. So this is actually Cedric versus the Pope. D'Angelo De Niro, so that changes some things. So let me do a quick check here just to make sure that, because now I actually do have to look at the matchups. Um, yeah, we should be good. All right. I think we're good. That was a, a mistake on my part. Uh, Cedric versus the Pope D'Angelo De Niro. Well, clearly the Pope wins. So yeah, that's even that's an even easier thing in my mind than Stevie Richards. I like the Pope quite a bit. Obviously, Pope Positivity. Look who we're talking about here. Uh, Hayabusa versus Brad Armstrong. That'd be a fun match to watch. Gotta give it to Brad Armstrong. Not even for Jeremy, just for myself. Uh, Jinder Mahal versus Damian Sandow. You want to talk about a potential WrestleMania featured matchup, if not main event. Jinder Mahal versus Damian Sandow. Oh, this is the heartbreak so far of this tournament. How can I not speak of any of these guys again? Do I, ugh, do I, do I break out shenanigans here? Do I tweak? Do I, do I change? Do I, has there been a matchup of names that I absolutely didn't care about so far? Well, no. Um, hmm. It would be Cedric versus D'Angelo, truthfully. I do like the Pope, but the idea of not giving... You know what? I'm going to leave that blank. I'm going to leave that blank. If we come across a matchup on the next four pages, we're only almost halfway done here with this, the loser's bracket. Um, 
if I come across a matchup of two guys, I really don't care about either one. I, I will institute some chicanery here. Right now, my instinct, I, I do probably need to give it to Sandow, but Jinder's got to advance. i got to find a place for him somewhere. Uh, next up, Corbin versus the Macho King. This is Baron Corbin, sadly, not King Corbin. Always love it when two kings battle. Uh, I'll give that to the Macho King without question. Sorry, Baron. All right. I remind me uh, to come back to this. I don't want to forget. All right, page five. Uh, Mitsuharu Misawa versus Joe Coffey. Well, since Joe Coffey is still potentially on the bad guy list, obviously that goes to Misawa. Who probably would have won anyways, truth be told. Uh, Jack Gallagher versus Bob Armstrong. Well, to me, just to me, to DC Matthews, this would be, again, Jack Gallagher is a bad guy. He's trying to uh, make things right. You know, he made, released a statement. People are now saying more bad things about him. But that was going to happen, I think. Uh, I don't, not trying to imply I'm cheering for Jack Gallagher, but I think that's going to happen when these guys try to come out and do a mea culpa and apologize, is other people will then use that as an opportunity to say, well, you also did this. Um, so this would be a place for me to put Jinder in, but since Barb Armstrong just passed away and since we have the Jeremy rule, uh, we'll give it to Bullet Bob. He will advance. Uh, Kevin Von Erich versus Okada. I will give it to Okada. I watched a couple of Okada matches in the G1. Uh, he's good. That's all I really need to say. He has the weakest forearms of anyone in the G1. Um, I wouldn't even do them if I were him. They're they're compared to Suzuki or Ishii or Shingo. It's don't even bother. Don't you don't just don't have those in your repertoire. Um, and then Mar Marcel Bartel all day, every day over Lex Luger. That's not even a question. All right. On to page six. Remembering that I shouldn't hinder gender. Uh, Bully Ray versus Big E Langston. Uh, I'll go with Bully Ray. I think that's a clear victory as much as we like Big E. Uh, this is Big E Langston who kind of, you know, was nice, but Bully Ray, all-time heel, I think. Um, Wahoo McDaniel versus Finn Balor. You know, I like Finn Balor. I don't love Finn Balor, but I like Finn Balor. And I've given the Jeremy rule enough. We'll give the win to Finn Balor. Sorry, Jeremy. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa versus the Dynamite Kid. That'd be a fun match. Man, that'd be good. Um, I'm giving it to Ciampa. You know, Dynamite's great, but if you get choked out by Armbar Abbott, you're dead to me. Dead, I say. So, nobody messes with Armbar. On my watch. Uh, so Champa gets the win. Uh, and then John Cronus and Rhino. You know, that currently is the place that I would put Jinder. I like John Cronus. I don't get his character. Uh, Rhino's fine. I've never been a big Rhino guy. Uh, Jinder might interject himself there. Yeah, I think he is. Do I look ahead and see... I'm going to cheat and peek. No, all the other ones are matches I'd want to book. So, yeah, I am going to uh, cross out those two and put in gender. He and uh, the Bollywood boys are going to uh, take out Cronus and Rhino 
or some sort of chicanery and advance because it's my tournament. So Sandow's going to beat Jinder, but Jinder later in the tournament uh, finds a way back in and winds up winning. So Jinder advances. Good for Jinder. All right, page seven. We're doing great. Uh, a matchup that we've seen, I'm sure, uh, in uh, WWE circa 2017, uh, Luke Harper versus Pac, uh, a.k.a. Neville. Um, I'm giving it to Harper without question, uh, but that would be that's a fun match. That's a, like the perfect blend of power and speed, and the power guy can go, but the speed guy's strong too. It's, it's a very nice match. That would be fun to watch all day. Uh, here's a match right up Jeremy's alley. This is this is maybe something that happened all around the the South in the you know eighties. Uh, the Raging Bull Manny Fernandez versus Dirty Dutch Mantel. Awesome, that would be fun. Uh, I'm personally going to give the win to Mantel. I don't think there's a wrong answer here. I think Jeremy would agree that you know while he might personally give it to. The master of the flying burrito. Yes, that was his finisher. Um, I don't think he's going to have a problem with Dirty Dutch getting the win. And hey, we were just talking about him. Uh, Rico. I love Rico. Uh, but he's going up against the runner-up in the G1. And my, with the exception of Yano, my favorite part of New Japan, Sonata. Sonata's got to win. Sonata's on the verge of something big. I've been waiting and waiting and waiting. And now we've got it. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, and then we've got Shane Douglas, who loses badly to Stunning Steve. Just, it's just it's just brutal. It's just you can't even get a lick of offense in. Stunning Steve wrestles circles around him. It's just embarrassing for the entire Shane Douglas family. And that means you, Jeremy. All right. Page eight. Uh, the last page of the Constellations, the loser's bracket here. Uh, I will have to decide if, you know, we're at the 22-minute mark here. Uh, I could continue and push on and make this a longer episode, or I could err on the shorter side and do it that way. Because, again, I can't continue with the loser's bracket until we get some people losing in the next round of the winner's bracket. That feels like it should be a separate episode. Uh, Bam Bam Bigelow versus Viscera. I love me a Haas fight, but Bam Bam's going to win that all day, every day. Uh, Rick Steiner versus Justin Hawk Bradshaw. Again, another Haas fight. Uh, I'm giving that to Steiner, though. Justin Hawk Bradshaw, my least favorite of the Bradshaw iterations. Um, Rick Steiner, great wrestler. And again, as someone who wore amateur headgear for four years, I, I have an affinity with the dogface gremlin. Oh, man, this is not fair. I'm not going to cheat for this one, but the Mountie versus Quang. Uh, you know, onomatopoeia. Sound words. Just, that's that's the whole thing. Besides the fact that I, you know, the reason I like Quang, if I haven't told you this, the reason I like Quang is that was one of the first times that, um, you know, the fourth wall was broken for me. I thought Quang legit was a guy from a, a martial arts expert from Asia, and you know was there with the mist and the mask and the whole thing. And then Savio Vega comes out, and I read in, I think, Pro Wrestling Illustrated that, you know, he had been Quang. And, you know, could figure it out with the similarities and that awesome corner spin kick. But, you know, as a kid, that blew my mind that, you know, you put a mask on and you can be somebody that you're not. You know, you could, you could, they, they could book you that way. You know, this is before 
they tried to make Rikishi the Sultan, which was ridiculous. What a ridiculous gimmick that was. He had no tongue. He had his, had his tongue cut out, which is why he was silent. It was just ridiculous. Um, so, yeah, you know, that's why I always love Quang. Plus, it's just fun to say and type Quang. But the Mountie is handsome and brave and strong. So, come on. Sorry, Quang. But the Mount, the Quang's making it to the top 192 of an 1,000-person tournament. He's got nothing to be sad about. Savio Vega didn't make it this far. Uh, TNT didn't make it at all. So... But the Mountie obviously advances. And then a matchup that would be tons of fun to watch. Dolph Ziggler versus Zack Sabre Jr. Um, I like Zack Sabre, but again, which is weird. There was another name that I said this. Again, I have time to kill, so I'm going to flip and try to figure it out. Who was the guy? Nido, maybe? Was it Nido? Oh, no, it was Aleister Black. Um, I like Zack Sabre. I think he's got awesome moves. But the frat boy cocky heel thing doesn't work for me. He's a show-off, but he doesn't look like he should be a show-off. Whereas Dolph Ziggler looks like he should be a show-off and can back it up. So I'm going to give the win to Ziggler. You know, I I like, I like Dolph Ziggler. I, I think, you know, maybe this is a hot take. Maybe it's not. Uh, I think Dolph Ziggler is a clear Hall of Famer someday. Not just because he was in the Spirit Squad. Not just because he was Kerwin White's caddy. But Dolph Ziggler's been around for a long time and has great matches and just keeps being relevant. So, yeah, I, I, I think Dolph Ziggler's a Hall of Famer. There's a bold statement for the end of this episode. Uh, so there we go. We've done uh, a consolation round. Uh, in our next episode, episode 56, I do remember saying both that I wanted to end on episode 64 and I would ideally like to end before the end of 2020. We'll see about that last one. Uh, we'll see how things go. But the next episode will be episode 56. So we're less than 10 left. Uh, we'll get through the the main brackets here on these pages. And we'll see where we're at. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to rush it. I will do longer episodes, I suppose. But we'll see where we're going. We're, you know, this is wrapping up. I've already started thinking about, you know, other things. Um, other things I want to do with by the book, maybe other tournaments. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. But having said that, I'm not ready to put this to bed yet. There's still work to be done. This first, this first page, my goodness, so many great matches coming your way on the next episode. So be sure to turn in next time you see by the book on your podcast feed. My name is DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. Uh, this chapter is closed. We'll see you the next time we go by the book.